0: So who's fine I had like time? But if i up your numbers attempting, Chicanos, Latinos, and Los estados Unidos. Don't care if you're recans or Rivas, Cubanos, look at
1: the coaches. We have more in common, don't let them divide. These suckers are vouches. Either we standing together or better be standing aside. Now is the time. Don't know about you, but I'm gonna ride. We gotta climb. Flip for your vehicles, but where was your pride? Where were the gunners that you got inside? Take up our recesses, came to this country. They try to be living the American dream. Don't throw it away. They promise you money. Got your raging for the machine. Like a new team, you flesh up to lizard, But that is a system that you wanna bring. You need to think. We gotta fight communism. Cause it looks like we on the brink. Connect all the links. A one party system is taking the power from all of the people. We need to think. Who are you listen? These people are rebound. The won't the sequence. So what is your plan? Hand in hand, we're standing together. Cause this thing would never to do what you can. Please understand, we gotta do better. So walk remember that we took a stand and sí se puede.
2: Lucha, lucha por la libertad. Yo, 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 everybody. Welcome back to Latino Free Minds, episode 42. Uh, glad to have everybody back on, tuning in. Um, so for this episode, we have a, a guest, a special guest, the Marine Rapper. A lot of you know him. Uh, independent, conservative artist. And he's probably, you know, in my opinion, one of the best out there and um you know this is kind of he's a veteran he's been on billboard multiple times um he, he gets millions of streams uh he's gonna break a world record so 365 days releasing a new song so he's at day 260, 274, if i'm not if i didn't get that wrong so ray the marine rapper how you doing man yo what's up bro i'm doing outstanding thank you so
1: much for um allowing me to come on y'all platform i'm just so grateful and uh, appreciative for this opportunity um i'm a big fan of you too bro like I'm, i was like totally jamming out to the intro The intro <laughs> so far. that's the uh remix to vamos right yeah yeah exactly Uh man i just you you already know um <laughs> How I feel about you, man. You work hard. You get things done, man. You're actually a part of a lot of those uh, daily uh, (laughs) record-breaking feats because you came through a lot of times. So if you guys heard any of those tracks in Spanish, that's (laughs) Dan right there. He he did like a a a Spanish remix. He'll hit me up. He'll be like, "Hey, bro, let me get that. Just (laughs) hey, I'm about to I'm about to add a verse to that. I, I go okay, and then I just you know send him send it up send it to him so he can do it like a spanish version and stuff and i just love it man i just love what you're doing i love what both of y'all are doing uh both it's dan and dan (laughs) um dan dan squared i I love it i love both of (laughs) y'all uh efforts because you guys are really uh changing culture and and uh just doing your own thing i love when people are doing like new stuff and original stuff and adding fresh energy to it. And I feel like that's what y'all doing, regardless of where you stand. Like even politically, somebody mm-hmm. could be on a different side of the aisle or whatever, but just to witness it, witness it and see it and and be alive in this time period and see what you guys are doing is straight up just amazing. You know, there's a lot of people out there who say, oh, I want to do it or I wish I could do it. And you guys are doing something. So just know that you have already made an impact even nobody has told you, but I'm just, I'm fans of you. I'm fans of y'all. I'm fans of the show, and I just, I just love what y'all doing. Thank you. No, man. thank you,
0: thank you, thank you. First and foremost, thank you for your service. Um, you know, it's because of people like you that we have the country that we have. So, thank you. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, and then you know, it kind of lined up pretty well, right? Uh, Veterans Day being. <laughs> this Friday yeah. having the marine wrap around so it kind of you know it worked out perfect good. timing perfect, perfect timing.
1: timing so
2: <laughs> i love it yeah you know, no i appreciate everything that you said and you know and also likewise man like the the you know giving people the opportunity right to also uh be a part of something you know you do that with a lot of people so you know you you also get credit for for doing what you're doing you know what i mean Um, cause what you said is true is there's a lot of people that want to do things, but they never, you know what I mean? They don't do it. Yeah. They're just kind of waiting. They, they have that feeling. They have that, that desire to want to do something, but they never act on it. And you know, it's tough, right? People don't want to, especially in today's culture, today's society, people aren't trying to lose their jobs. People aren't trying to be quote unquote canceled. Right. Or whatever. Yeah. But you know it gets to a certain point where where you just got to do what you got to do and and hopefully like we said before you know even if it's only one person that we convince or that we can help you know see more into things you know it makes yeah. that ripple effect so you know we're we're here to hopefully make some changes and and just give people some more insight on on, on things yeah. And you guys are the change makers. You guys
1: are like the leaders of it. Like literally it's lead, you know, you guys are leading the the charge and I, I love it. And it's kind of crazy because if you think about it and you look at it, like at the end of your life, right? Mm-hmm. If you go, Hey, me as an old man, what would I say about my life that I had? And if, if I'm an old man or an old woman and I'm like, man, I wish I would have done this, or I wish I wouldn't have Thought about what somebody thought about me, and I just did it, then that means that you need to, you know, take these different risks. That's how I like to think about it. I go, Man, if I was an old man, would I regret not doing this thing right here? Yeah, we're all going to make mistakes and we're going to stumble and, you know, have to learn um, things throughout life because that's what life's about. You're like, Oh, wow, I didn't, <laughs> I may not want to go that way again, you know, or mm-hmm. I may not want to do that, you know, yeah. but um, that's what life's about. But at least you tried, you know, people are always going to, you know, criticize or try to make fun of you or say this or say that. But usually the people who are saying those things are people who are scared to do those things Mm -hmm. and they wish they could be you and they, and they secretly envy you. They secretly admire you for being brave enough to do these things when the crowd is yelling against you. So, um, anybody that's listening out there, you know, if you, if you feel like you want to do something, just do it. Don't worry about what anybody else thinks. That's what I do. Like, you know, not everybody's going to like every song I put out every day. You know, sometimes I don't, there's songs that I put out and somebody's like, Oh wow, that's fire. And sometimes I may not like it because I'm being critical of it or I'm thinking somebody might not like it or whatever like that. But then I remind myself, Hey, you know, it's all about the process and learning and and leading and putting yourself out there. Sometimes you do something to fall or fail to learn a lesson and they're like oh snap i've been through all of this so now i'm prepared for the bigger mission i'm, I'm prepared for the bigger journey so mm-hmm. but you wouldn't be you wouldn't be as strong as you are today if you didn't go through different things and fail and learn and and be better so now when a bigger challenge comes along you're ready for it now now today it seems like everybody's scared and they're not ready for anything and they're just caught up in their phones and caught up uh in other people's opinions and thoughts and they don't want to lead they don't want to be strong they'd be like oh you know i come from this background or i come from this demographic so i don't feel like i could do that or everybody on this side is doing that it's just it's just so crazy it's like it feels like everybody's moving with the crowd i mean you know, I don't know if you've seen lately the uh, stuff that's happened at the White House. They're putting the red handprints on the, mm-hmm. on the walls and stuff like that and, and things like that. It's just like it's fine if if that's how you actually feel because I have friends from all sides. I have Jewish friends and I have Middle Eastern friends. Um, so I'm just like, man, I, I hate what's what I'm seeing in the world. I wish everybody could come together. But if they're just following a crowd, just to follow a crowd and just – you know, doing different things and and they don't know what they're talking about. That's where I'm like, come on, man, like be be a leader. A leader is someone who says, hey, everybody's doing this. I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. You know, I actually I have a picture. I have a, I'm sorry. Go ahead. What's that? Oh, no, no.
0: Go ahead. Finish that. thought.
1: I was going to say I have a picture of me walking the opposite way when everybody's going to uh, storm the tech. Te- I have a picture of me walking the opposite way when everybody else is storming the capitol, oh wow I need nice. to send that to you bro yeah because yeah, I was like I had a at a had a bad feeling and then I had like, a, like mm. a gut
0: feeling instinct
1: yeah I had a gut feeling bro like it just you know I don't know if your mom ever said this to you maybe your mom might have said this to you in some different way or some different type of example, but my mom said i you know grew up in a black family and they said, hey, if somebody jumps off a bridge, you're gonna jump off too. You know, you know what I mean? Are you going to yeah. do it too? I don't know if you've heard that saying. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, like that was,
0: that.
1: Yeah. You heard that, right? It's like, oh, so you're yeah, just going to follow with my, with my kids. kids. i used it with my kids. <laughs> 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 so you know what I mean? Like, so you're just going to yeah. follow the crowd? Like, you're not going to think for yourself? Like, it doesn't mean that, you know, jumping off the bridge is bad. Maybe it might be, you know, a pool down there or whatever. It may be fun, whatever. But yes. <laughs> don't just jump off the bridge just because everybody else is jumping on off the bridge. Yeah, you didn't, didn't think about it first, mm-hmm. and then go okay, this is a good decision for me, and then I'm gonna do it. But like I saw everybody going to the Capitol, and I was just like, man. It, and I was there, I was there, and I uh, and I saw it, and I was just like, man, why does it feel weird? Why doesn't it not feel right to go do that? You know. And yeah. then I'm that's one of the best decisions I've ever made in my life.
0: Right on. <laughs> best man. decision well, I've you, ever made in my life. I went the other way. Good gut instincts yeah it
1: just it didn't feel right man i'm just not i'm i don't care if somebody somebody could go ah you don't want to do this or you're corny or whatever or you're you know you're this or that i was okay you can call me whatever you want but everybody else went there and and, and made a bad mistake you know not now they got other issues some, yeah but some so uh, you know there's some people who went there and, and you know made mistakes and stuff like that um because it's kind of like i looked at it like this it's like why do we have doors and locks on our door as our house on our house, right? Mm-hmm. You have it because you want nobody to come in there, right? Did anybody invite you in there if you want to, all you have to do is say hey i want to do a i want to do a tour <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, all, that's all you have to do I want to tour the that's it that's all you have to do. so if everything's locked and everybody's like, yo, go away, why would you do it like it just doesn't make it didn't make any sense to me, so that was like one of those things, right mm-hmm. so um like it's just, that's just like a small example, and there's like idiosyncrasies, and like you know, there's there's conspiracy theories and things like they're just trying to screw people over and stuff like that. We can get into that. That's a whole nother story. But the whole point yeah. of me making that example of me walking the other way when everybody's going towards the capital was the fact that I was thinking that I needed to lead myself. You can't lead nobody else if you don't lead yourself. First, you need to lead yourself. Yeah. Then mm-hmm. you can lead your family. You am I right? You know what I'm saying, Daniel? Yeah. Yeah. You can lead your family. Then you, 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 you my, I have, you know, have a family too. And I, I can't tell my daughter something if I'm not, if I'm not leading myself.
0: Right. I can't well, be like
1: clean your room if my room's not clean. Yeah, you know what I mean. Or, you know, that- Daniel and
0: I talk about this all the time. Is that um you're the biggest influence in your family, in your household. You know, mm-hmm. so you, um I don't know if it's a girlfriend or wife, but both of you are the biggest influences in those people's lives so that's yep. basically what you're saying is that if we're the followers how how can we be the biggest influence in their lives if something else is going to be the biggest influence in their lives and our whole point is do we want to give that big responsibility over to you know other people the school system the politicians you know popular culture my the answer for me is no I want yeah. to be the biggest influence in, you know, my kids' lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, one hundred
2: percent. And it's funny because, like, you know, you say that about, uh, you know, being at the Capitol, uh, and you know, you doing music. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure at the time you, you and Topher had the biggest song in the country. For, it was number one in the, right? country. In it the was, country. It was, it was literally no. It yeah. was
1: number one. Like literally, yeah. it was number one on the on the. Um, number 1 on iTunes and number 1 on the Billboard charts at the time.
2: Yeah. But it was so that, oh. that song was I, you know, when, with music, man, the timing has to be perfect, right? With a lot of music, <laughs> yep. that mm-hmm. song, you know, what you guys did, the timing was like spot perfect on. Storm. You you could have had a better song for that moment and yeah, I mean, you know, that's yeah. kind of where I where how I said you guys have like you have millions of streams, I think you got I don't even know how many you have on that one. I think 17 million,
1: career,
2: 17, 17 million, million. It's crazy because it's 17 million, but
1: it's like actually more because remember, it got taken off. Oh yeah, that's right. That is right. So I remember, yeah, like it, it got it, taken off. So like you can look at the strings, but you know, cause you, you've seen it, but it's mm-hmm. a bigger impact. Yeah. You know what I mean a lot of people don't realize how much impact they have like how you're saying daniel both both daniels but like you have a big impact at home you can be like oh i got you know i got a thousand followers on instagram but what about your family you know what i'm saying how much impact you got there at home you see what i'm saying like you just it just depends on how you look at impact and i feel like at the end of the day, you know, like when it's all said and done to say, if you're on the deathbed, you're like, oh, I wish I would have spent more time with my family. I wish I would have done this with my my daughter, my son, whatever. You're not thinking about, oh, I wish I had more Instagram followers. <laughs> <laughs> know. You know what I'm saying? Like, think about on your deathbed. Are you thinking that? Like, think about it, you know? Mm-hmm. You're not thinking that. You're thinking about bigger stuff. Um, yeah. And a lot of people go, oh, dang, I wish I would have talked to my mom more, my brother more, my sister more, mm-hmm. this and that. Like, that's how I like to think. I go... Slow down. What's going on? Does this matter? Yeah, I mean, I live in the moment off. and make decisions. You know what I
0: mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's a great way to look at it. And um you know, going back to that, I, I had a conversation with someone a couple of days ago, and we were talking about you know starting things and getting things done. And you know, all of us have a lot of thoughts and a lot of things that we want to do, but it goes back to getting started is the hardest thing to do. And I think society, to the point that you were making earlier, it, it makes it that way. There's so many distractions that um, you know, it keeps you from starting something. And a lot of the times, maybe the support isn't uh, there for you. um, You know, like you could have a casual conversation, I want to do this. And a lot of people try to tell you, oh, no, it can't be done or that's too hard. And they kind of drive you away from, you know, even getting started rather than, you know, having a conversation and someone supporting you, pushing towards, you know, the goal that you have and and motivating you to get started. So that just shows me that you have a lot of drive, you know, to start the things that you have a gut instinct on. And, you know, I was listening to some of the music and it's very inspiring Um, and, I just want to tell you that you know you're you're uh, a great example of that, and you know I'm glad that you're on here with us, and I hope a lot of people take your lead and get started on those things that they 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 have been thinking about but they've been hesitant on.
1: Exactly, and and that's why, like, I mean, Dan talks about you know like you know me coming through for other artists, like that's not even a big deal to me because like, I look at everybody the same, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care if somebody has a million fans or, or 1000 fans. Like mm-hmm. if I rock with you, I rock with you. I just rock with dad, you know what I mean? Cause I know he's a real dude, you know what I mean? So I'm like, yo, I need this track or whatever. And he'll come through for me. You know what I mean? And that's how I feel like it doesn't, it doesn't even have to be music. It's just like, you know, your boy is your boy, your girl is your girl or whatever, you know? That's how mm-hmm. I look at it. And I feel like that's how everybody should look at it. Just because somebody has this or that, whether it's monetary followers or whatever, that doesn't mean nothing. That doesn't mean they're a good person. You know, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean they'll come through for you. You know, if you if you notice, they say that I don't know if you've ever heard that saying that money doesn't change you because you were the same person that you were before you got the money mm-hmm. or the things, mm-hmm. you're the yeah. same person. Yeah. You know, it just exposes you more about how you were, you know. So I, I look at it like, you know, like we're all the same. And if, if, you know, if we gravitate towards each other, uh, let's, let's work, let's, let's do something. And it's crazy. It's like, um, I don't know if you've ever heard the saying when you're a kid, I was told the saying when I was a kid that, um, when somebody tells you something, consider the source. Have you ever Mm -hmm. heard that? Mm -hmm. So like, if somebody says, oh, you can't do it, you're like, wait a minute, let me look at the source. What did they do? <laughs> yeah, who's what, there, did, they <laughs> what, what did they do? What do they do? Yeah. How much experience do they have? If they're if they're so if Jay-Z is telling me something as a rapper or how to do business, I'm gonna listen to him. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he's done A, B, and C. Eminem, 50 Cent, all the big the Snoop Dogg, uh, Dr. Dre, Master P, all these people. If they say this is what you should do, I'ma listen. Right? Mm-hmm. Right. If... If somebody who has no expertise, it doesn't even have to be music, it could be uh, politics, economics, um, history, whatever, race relations, whatever it is, uh, fatherhood, you know, take care of your kids. If somebody doesn't have a kid and trying to tell you how to take care of your kid, you, I know you probably, some of you guys have probably heard that before. It's like, yo, what? <laughs> like, what have you, huh? how are you going to tell me? You don't know nothing about it. You have no idea. Yeah. You can't say I'm a bad dad because of this and that. Because yeah. you don't know how hard it is. You didn't have to stay up all night and then have to work. Yeah. You don't know this. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's kind of like type, uh, that, I know you guys probably went through that, right? Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. No, it's uh you're giving a good example of all these politicians that never ran a business trying to tell us how to run a business or, you know... Uh, you know, writing policies and stuff like that. And they're actually killing businesses because they've never ran a business. So it's kind of like what you're saying is consider the source. And right now we're getting a lot of news from mainstream media that we have to think that. It's like consider the source. You know, they're, they've are they been caught in so many lies that, you know, should we really listen? You know, it's kind of like you, It's that example that you gave when you were at the Capitol is, you know, uh, mainstream media, of uh, popular culture is saying, go this way. I'm going to go the other way. You know, I'm going to consider the source and, and, you know, form my own opinion and, and own decisions. Mm-hmm. For exactly. sure. Yeah.
2: So to kind of get into a little bit of music stuff. So you're doing the, you're, you're doing the world record. Uh, what, what made you want to do that? And, and how has that process been, you know, from day one to, 274 right yeah
1: 274 i believe is where we're at yeah bro it's been really hard trying to do that because man so what i wanted to do was something that challenged me on where i felt that i was strongest at and where i was weakest at so i felt like i was weakest at consistency and i thought i was the strongest at writing Mm -hmm. so i took away my writing and all i do is freestyle and also, I practice my consistency on doing it every day, even if I don't want to do it. Even if I feel not inspired, I still do it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. So it's crazy because, you know, I did like a um, one of the ones that I did recently. I did a couple days. I don't even know the days, but it was a couple of days ago. And you're like, send me that. And I was like, what are you talking about? You're like the one with the Spanish beat. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I didn't even. I, I forget. I don't even know which one it is because I just do it. And then I go about my day you know because it's not only yeah i've done 274 songs for the world record but mm-hmm. i've also done other songs you 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 know this i yeah. still gotta do uh songs for you <laughs> we got something coming up you know what i mean that we can talk about <laughs> later uh yeah. but like you you know that like that's not the all that's not the end all be all that's not all mm-hmm. i'm doing uh, right but right. it came it, it basically came about because i just wanted to challenge myself i felt that i was so good at writing and i wanted to kill my ego like oh i'm so good i'm so good at writing okay well let's ki- kill your ego and now all you can't even touch the i haven't I haven't written a rhyme for 2 years so if if that if you go if you go back to all my my songs that's including mm-hmm. my features i haven't written a song ever mm-hmm. in 2 years um but i wanted to do that specifically because well i haven't written a song in 2 years and then i haven't uh and then I've done a song every uh, every day for 274 days. But like the reason why I was doing that was because um, I just wanted to challenge myself. And I feel like everybody should do something that scares them. It doesn't have to do music. It doesn't have to be music. It could be anything. It could be like how, how you're talking about politics. Wait a minute. Somebody is talking about politics is this way. Um, but I want to get involved with my community. Let me get involved with my community. And mm-hmm. And if it scares you, do it because if it scares you, it means it's worth doing. It means it's mm-hmm. brave. It means it's courageous. It means that somebody else is also scared of it because at the end of the day, we're all human. And if and then I, I'm pretty sure you guys have came across other people that were like, man, I can't believe how brave you guys are and willing to do this. Um, I could never do that, right? They probably yes. said that to you, right? Mm-hmm. It's because that's it. Mm-hmm. You guys are doing something brave and courageous. So that was the same, that was the motivation behind what I'm doing. But it could be anything. I'm just trying to motivate people and be like, hey, you can do it. You, you know, do something that's different, do something that's courageous, do something that's new. You don't have to keep on doing the same thing. And that's why like, um I I love to see other people doing the same thing. And and I go, hey, if I'm doing this, I know every day I'm gonna be motivating some people. It's crazy mm-hmm. because even before I started doing this. You know, there's plenty of Marines today that told me that the reason why they joined the Marines is because they heard a song by me. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. <laughs> but think about That's that. Mean. Like, I'm I'm That's rapping, mean. having fun. And they said, yeah. I joined the Marines because you made it sound so awesome. And I was just like, are you serious? Uh, I don't know if you know Cody that was on my lives, Dan. Dan yeah, I think Dan I remember Rainer.
2: seeing him live with you.
1: His Before. little brother joined the Marines and I said, "Why'd you do it?" He said, "Oh, you you know, you motivated me and then in boot camp I listened to Semper Fi. I said, "What?"
0: Mm.
1: No, you you know how crazy that is? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. so that's the reason why I do it, but then also too, listen, there's people like, "Oh yeah, I heard I heard the both of the Dans, they have this little podcast and stuff like that and they because they did that, now I'm motivated to stand up and speak up in my community." Mm. Mm-hmm. Right? How many people have said... I know there has
2: to be some some people to say that, right? Yeah, I mean, well, you know, we have... Well, my my cousin Christian, like, he comes on the show periodically because, you know, he wasn't doing it. And then, you know, he kind of saw us doing it. And now he jumps in every every now and then. So, you know, it's... Like I said, it's kind of like that ripple effect I was talking about, right? Like, you... You're... I'm not... We're not, like, aiming to have a certain amount. But, like, hey, whatever happens, if anybody hears this and kind of you know takes it however they take it it makes that ripple effect right the same thing thing with your with your music you or or you in general right people have that that effect you have an effect on people to where you're either going to motivate them to try to be better or, or you know take that next step or you're gonna put them down right and i think that's kind of one of the things that you know here is and, and danny says it all the time it's like we got to focus on the positive because You know, the, 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 when we do that, we're, we're, we're lifting, you know, people up and and we're not putting everything down. Right. And cause you know, sometimes, yeah, things seem tough and, and you wish it was different certain things, but you know, if, if you kind of just go moping about it and and just being down about it and negative, it's like, well, what, what benefit are you going to bring to somebody? You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. so it's Dan. Is it Dan and Danny? Is that how you guys do it? I'm Dan and it's Danny.
1: <laughs> okay. 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 I just wanted to clear it up because I, yeah. so I could be like Dan and Danny. So everything is uh, clear and stuff like that. But yeah, no, I, I have noticed that too. Like if you notice how, um, me, I don't have to cut people off because if you're really motivated, they just fall off. <laughs> they yeah. just fall off. If you're really motivated and you're moving and you're grinding, you're like, Wow. I feel different, and it feels like everybody who I used to rock with, I don't really rock with anymore, not because it's a me issue, it's a them problem, because I'm just so motivated, and I'm grinding, and I'm working, and I'm working, you know, it just happens like that. If you're a hard worker, you're going to, it's just going to weed out everybody, it's nothing personal, it's just, it is what it is, you know, and that's mm-hmm. the type of stuff that happens. I don't know if you guys ever seen that before. hmm
0: yeah. Yeah. it it's, it happens throughout life. That's a really good uh, example of uh, people that I grew up with, you know, going through middle school and high school is that you feel that you're so tight and you know, you're always going to have that connection and then real life kicks in. And yeah. uh, like you said, you're moving, you're grinding, you're focused on a goal, you know, a good goal, not just, you know, messing around or, you know, doing stupid things. And those people, start falling off and you keep on grinding just like you said and you got a main focus and you know i keep saying that all the time is that you know they have those distractions you know those uh distractions that are put out there to you know make us get um distracted and separate from each other but it, if we keep moving towards a, a common goal and go through life experiencing life experiences like how you were, you know, explaining in the beginning of the episode, you you start gaining more experience. You start getting wiser. You start talking to other people. To Daniel's point, um, you start giving people different perspectives from the experiences that you've had, the things that you've noticed. and, And you're being a positive influence rather than a negative influence. And I think we, you know, Um, The intention is for us to get bogged down, stop communicating, and and not allow people to move forward, I think is the best way that I can phrase it. So, Mm -hmm. you know, going back, I was going to ask you, you know, that's pretty damn ambitious, you know, coming up with a song for a straight year. Have you always been motivated like that or did something trigger you to be motivated like that what 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 drives you
1: I've always been kind of like just creative and like ambitious um I think it just increased increased over the years um especially the the Marine Corps like lit a fire um also I think like the major contributing factor was I was overseas and I was a combat reporter. So I was taking pictures and writing stories while I was out with the infantry and stuff. So I was out with them and taking pictures and stuff. So all the pictures that you see of them patrolling, that's what I would do. I would take those pictures, right? But imagine we're also getting shot at at the same time. So it's yeah, like a crazy yeah. type of job. If you've ever seen Full Metal Jacket, um, it's an older movie. Yeah,
0: uh, yeah, yeah seen I, was, I,
1: I was Joker. I was the, the reporter guy, mm-hmm. so that was me. I was over there in Iraq and Afghanistan. And then when I would, when they would die, I would have to write a story about them and then ask their buddy, Oh, how, you know, how do you feel about it? And they hated me during deployment. But after Mm. deployment, they love me because I'm the one that got the last um, messages, last quotes, and all that. They're like, Oh, thank you for getting the pictures and all of that. Because if it wasn't for you, we wouldn't have nothing. So they appreciated me afterwards. But I Mm. feel like I, psyched myself out and told myself that those guys didn't die for nothing. How many days did you cry and pray, if you get back, you will continue their legacy. You will mm. record like crazy. You will make it worth it. Because I didn't feel that I was the toughest Marine. I was just well trained like everybody else. I know how to shoot, know how to run, know how to stay out of the way, you know, duck, you know. Mm-hmm. Um but like, I never thought I was like the best Marine because I felt like the best Marines got killed, bro. Mm-hmm. Like I just, I was just like, are you serious? Why him? Like he was the dopest one, you know? Um, But I'm just like, I'm not gonna let that happen in vain. And uh, I don't know how much music you guys listen to mine but that's the main topic in my music. I'm like, hey, I he didn't die for nothing. Like that's a a main yeah. theme like in a uh, Fallen Soldiers, that song. I talk about it. Yeah. I go, "Hey, they he died, he switched chairs with me, but I'm not going to make this for no reason. You guys are going to know all these heroes. You guys mm-hmm. are going to know what they did." That's why uh I'll do hero raps and stuff. But the main but to answer your question is basically because I'm trying to make it to where it's not in vain, it's not for no reason. Um and i'm trying to carry on their legacy throughout the music i'm not i'm not trying to i'm i am carrying their legacy yeah. throughout the That's music deep. i i want I, I need the, i need everybody to know what they did and how heroic they are uh because if it wasn't for them i wouldn't be here today to talk to you guys about this mm-hmm. because a yeah. lot of those guys if they weren't there at that time i would have been literally i was yeah. supposed to go out Uh, with the truck one time and I didn't go another guy went instead and that guy who went got killed
0: Mm, so
1: I would that would have been me bro you know what I mean so like so it's it's not just music to me so like you may see me you know get really aggressive and passionate and stuff about you know the name marine rapper and stuff it's more than just a stage name I'm carrying on all the names of those marines and soldiers who got killed overseas so it's very important to me. I literally wake up thinking about rapping, like in make and making music. It's like it's in me. It's not something that's that'll ever go away. So when you yeah. ask me what 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 drives me, it's literally inherently innately in my being because I feel that that's my purpose. I'm supposed to be telling their story. And when if say if I lost my voice, I'd be writing it down. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. For real, for real, bro. I'd be writing it down. I'd be like, "It's yeah. say, dear. Da-, it'd be like, dear Dan and Danny. Let me tell you about A, <laughs> B, and C. You, you feel me? Yeah. So no, nah, I just I just feel like I'm so lucky to be back, man. Like one inch, the bullet would have hit me. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. There was times where uh, there was an RPG that went over my head. And it was literally like six inches, bro. Six inches in RPG. I would have been gone. There was Mm -hmm. another time I was on patrol. Have you ever seen those, like, they're called pineapple grenades because they look like a pineapple and they have the, like, ring and you pull it out (laughs) and it explodes and all that. Yeah. There was literally one of my first patrols over in Iraq. It was on the ground. And they made me Point Man because they're like, oh, it'd be funny if we put the camera guy, Point Man. And if you guys don't know what Point Man is, Point Man is the first guy who walks in. So I walked in not knowing that mm-hmm. they put me there because I'm the new guy. But, you know, new guys always have to do stuff. But I yeah, walk yeah. in and then on the ground I see a pineapple grenade and I'm like, yo, grenade. And luckily the it, the pin was still in and it was a dud and we called the bomb squad and, and we took it out or whatever. But like. Things like that, like there's been a lot of times where I literally got lucky. So who am I to squander this opportunity at life to squander the 24 hours I have right now and when tomorrow to mm-hmm. not tell their story, to not live my life to the fullest, to not um, ha- have ha- have the greatest confidence in um, and have the greatest motivation you know for my family. You know, because if yeah. you aren't strong, if you don't have that motivation, if you don't enjoy life, it rolls down and trickles down to your family. I know you guys could understand what I'm saying. Right. If you yeah. have a bad day or if you're like, you know, you're not confident about yourself. If you're not strong in the household, your your lady's not going to be confident. Your kids are going to be unruly. The things going to be messy. Things aren't going to get done. Am I right? Right. Yeah. yeah. I know Nobody you guys know what,
0: exactly what I'm talking about. Right. Man, I rem- you reminded me of a time where I had my own business and, uh, you know, you have your own business, long days, long hours. You know, you get home, you go back and, you know, you start talking to your wife and you, you start talking to her about, you know, how the day went and you don't even realize that you're just talking about the bad things that happened throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And you do it one day, two days, three days, four days. One time my wife turned around and goes, hey, you come home and everything that you're talking about, I'm glad you're talking to me, but everything that you're telling me is all bad. Mm -hmm. And it it brings down the vibe. And then I turned around and I was like, man, that's profound. I was like, I didn't even realize that I was doing that. That's why (laughs) I, I say that a lot of the times is that a lot of people do things and they don't even realize that they're doing them. So after that, I was like, you know what? I didn't tell her this, but I told myself, I go, I'm going to come home and I'm not going to bring up the negative stuff. I'm going to leave the negative stuff at work. and I'm going to focus on the positive stuff. And Daniel can attest to this because I always try to put that spin on situations. Mm -hmm. Stories come out and, you know, obviously they're pointing out the negative, but, you know, I always try to find the the daylight in there somehow, somewhere, you know, the positive spin on it. But Mm -hmm. To answer your question, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> no, but that's what they say. They say
1: leave leave work at work, you mm-hmm. do the home at mm-hmm. home. You know.
2: Yeah. No, that's true. And and I think you know based on you know what you said and then what you do, what you've accomplished. Um, you know, I think that you are representing. You know, all those that you know you're 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 trying to represent. Right. You're well. You are representing. You know, the guys that lost their lives and don't have the opportunity to, to be here. And like you said, making the most of the opportunity, the 24 hours that you have. Um, you know, I, I think you're you're doing that. And then it's cool because I see a lot of other veterans also that are very successful, you know. Um, you know, like the and I think you know a lot of these guys, you know, like the, the oh, yeah. Black Rifle Coffee guys. Oh, uh, yeah. Drinking yeah. you know, we had yeah. Rock on. like I love all those, of them, yeah. Those guys are all, you know,
1: veterans let me, let
2: me, successful.
1: Can I tell you something about Rocco, man? Yeah. Rocco's so awesome, man. Let me tell you how awesome it is, the awesome he is. Like, he's not going to tell you because that's what type of duty is. But so I was traveling, Um, I think, was he? Oh, I was shooting the I Left My Home video, right? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it was I Left My Home video. And I think I was traveling to, like, Utah. Yeah, Utah. It was like Utah or something. Yeah, because Rocco just happened to be out there or whatever. And um, he was there before I was. And I said, hey, bro, I forgot my flag jacket. And I'm traveling. Can I send it out to where you're at? And can you get it? And then I'll take an Uber to where you're at and I'll pick up my flag jacket from you so I can do the shoot for the I left my home shoot. Mm -hmm. he he let me mail it to him i went to where he was at i grabbed the jacket (laughs) and uh i was able to do what i needed to do to handle business because he's that just type of dude like he won't tell you like that but he's that type of dude he'll come through for you he like he's not Mm -hmm. like you know there's some people like oh i got you or whatever and it was late bro it was at night Mm -hmm. and you know how much how many kids and family he got it was late at night, and he let me. He, yeah, he's got a big You know what I'm saying? In. You get know what I'm saying? Like, like he just comes through. You know what I mean? Like he he made, he made sure he took care of my mail. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. and you know how iconic the, the my my you know my Your flag jacket. jacket. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, I needed that. I need I needed it. I needed it. You know, <laughs> but he made sure that he took care of my mail like it was his own mail. It didn't matter what it was. He was going to come through for me because that's what type of duty is. He's that solid.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: You know, so I, yeah. I you know, I, I know Rocco for a while or whatever, but I just know, you know, I don't talk to him every day or anything. But I was just like, yo, hey, bro, is it cool if I, you know, you know, if you if I send this flag jacket to you? Because I was traveling. I think I was coming from Florida to Utah or wherever I was or Texas. I don't know where it was, but it was like far. And yeah. he was willing to take care of my mail. Like what, who? who you know what I mean? Not many <laughs> people would do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> So, I just had to say that. I just had to say that about him and yeah, everybody go support his book by the way. But Yeah,
2: it's <laughs> the 14th. So go buy Borderlines, defending the home front. I remember the name. He, <laughs> he's another one of those leaders, like, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I don't think anybody's like
1: him, you know what I mean? Like I don't.
2: Yeah. No, one, no, no one's and, like him.
1: He's, he's a real dude, man.
2: Yeah. Is a lot of like, you know, seeing what you're doing, what they're doing, you know, a lot of successful veterans that, you know, you guys have shown that you know, that you can, you can come back and be successful, right? Because I think one of the things that that we see a lot or hear a lot is, you know, there's a lot of homeless veterans or, you know, veterans going through, you know, their PTSD, or, you know, they get addicted to drugs, painkillers, and all all that stuff, right? Like, like Danny said, it's like, sometimes you just hear the negative about it. But it's Mm -hmm. like, there's some positive, some bright lights that, you know, perfect, good examples, like you guys that, you know, can show and are showing that, you know, you, you can still make it and be somebody and, and, you know, just win, you know, pretty much. Um, so I think that's good to see that, that you guys are doing that, that you're doing that and, and, and it inspires people, right? Like you said before, it inspires people to try to do that or people that have, I'm sure I'm, you know, maybe you could say if you have or haven't, but. I'm pretty sure there's veterans that have come back and have seen your story and your success. And they probably let you know, you know what? I saw what you were doing and you helped me motivate myself to do X, Y, and Z. All the time, bro. (laughs) All the time. You know what I mean? (laughs) They'll they'll tell me offline
1: or whatever. Or if you guys see certain things and, you know, in music and stuff like that, like, you know, we talk and stuff like that. But like, for me, it's kind of like, it's just dope to to see people doing stuff that is in a positive manner because you always hear about the negative side.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, you always hear about the the suicide and stuff like that. And don't get it twisted; I talk about that too because it's real. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah.
1: Um. But you know, we're not always dysfunctional. You know, we can be successful. We can do things to motivate people. We can do things to lead and kind of show people that you don't have to be one way because for some reason, the media puts it out there like you have to be a monolith. If you're Latino, Mm -hmm. you have to be this way. If you're black, you have to be this way. If you're white, you have to be this way. You have Mm -hmm. to vote this way. You have to act this way. You have to talk this way. And it's so ridiculous. I just saw something that, you know, military recruiting is down, right? Have you guys heard that? Yeah, Yeah. we've seen that. Military recruiting is down the uh there's an opinion piece that i saw uh military recruiting is down specifically because patriotism is down because if you don't love your country you're not going to be willing to fight for it right mm-hmm. yeah. so patriotism yeah. is down why why do you think who do you think is making patriotism going down one thing the media mm-hmm. the media is saying if you're latino you can't like black folks if you black folks you can't like, like latinos if you let latino you can't like white folks like you know it, you know, they're trying to divide people amongst races and religions and creeds and mm-hmm. uh, socioeconomic uh, th- everything. They're just yeah, trying to divide yeah. us in every different category. And it's like, wait a minute. I like Dan. I don't care what he is. I mm-hmm. like Ray. I don't care what he is. I like this person. I like Danny. I don't care what he is. Like they're trying to divide us. If you look at the media, just how you were saying, Danny they they're like how you were saying coming home telling you telling us negative stuff every yeah. single day and it's yeah. like yo can you tell us some good stuff like we know there's some good stuff going on let's mm-hmm. see some good stuff let's see some heroes let's see some some great stuff that's happening because as much as negative stuff is that they're pushing to the front of the screen there's three times as much positive stuff they okay. they just want to push all the negative stuff to be like oh i'm going to have this thought about this person and have this thought about this person mm-hmm. that's why they love covid that's why they love the disease and all that type of stuff because they added all this fear to it and this this fear what it did is kept everybody apart and had us thinking that we are so much different than we are when in actuality we're all the same we may speak different languages we may eat different food but at the end of the day we're all human and we all just want love and we all just want to take care of our families and survive mm-hmm. if you if you if you just break it down that's all we really want mm-hmm. right? Yeah. right and everything else adds to it the money is whatever you know what i mean you know because like the thing is is like if we could get like some free food here or free resources or whatever or water we wouldn't worry about money so much but unfortunately money is tied to it so we have to worry about it like things like that so like We all want the same thing. It's just, it feels like the media is pushing a narrative to divide us Mm -hmm. amongst ourselves. And it's not even, it's not even a, a, um, a political thing. They're using the different politics to be like, oh, if you're a Republican, you feel this way about this and this and this. And if you're a Democrat, you feel this, this, and this. And because of those things, you cannot get along. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. That's what's happening. Right now, as you were saying that, you know, that's one of the things that we talk about all the time is um, that manipulation, uh, you know, them being deceitful. And, you know, we've heard it, you know, thousands of times is uh, divide and conquer, right? So it's kind of like what you were talking about is that they pin one race against another one and they have that division, but now it's gotten deeper. Now it's division amongst forget about the races. It's within your own family. It's kind of like you know politics and COVID and stuff like that. So I think everybody, you know, you, Ray, Danny, Daniel, um, we've noticed this in within our own friends and families is that, you know, after COVID, you know, you, then you have to start picking sides. You know, I'm going to be, now I have to be on this side and I have to be on this side. So now you know, that family member that you used to talk to all the time, you start, you know, losing that connection You start separating more and more and more and more. And, you know, we saw it happen and I'm sure, you know, many people listening, you know, they saw that happening real life, real time. So you're right. And, you know, we have to fight against that. You know, we have to realize that, you know, everybody can have their own opinions and it's okay with it. It's okay if they, if they have a different opinion, you know, um, I I can't remember, you know, back in the day when I was a little kid, you know, not being friends because, you know, a kid didn't like to shoot hoops or something like that. It's like, okay you don't like to shoot hoops. It's all good. You know, we could toss the football around, too. Is that why do we have to be identical to be able to get along and be friends? You know, and I'm taking it to a little, you know, superficial, like, you know, example, you know, like real minor Mm-hmm. But it's just to emphasize that we can be different, still be civil, still be friends, not fall for the trap, you know, of that divide and conquer. Because that's exactly what they want. And if we fall for it, I mean, that's ah, uh, that's awful. Yeah. Man. It's, like, <laughs> it's, like, uh,
2: <laughs> it's like you said, right? Like, you know, you can't be so so I got a song that I sent, <laughs> Ray called Orgullo. So my part's in Spanish, she's a yeah. good part in English. So, you know, kind of what you guys are both saying right now, it's like, I can't, I can't be Mexican and love this country. So then you got like Mexicans that are too Mexican. And then if you're kind of like that Selena line, right? If if, if you're Mexican-American, uh, yeah. you're too, you're too uh, American for the Mexicans or, or whatnot. Um, yeah. But yeah. And, you know, the last line that I say in the song is basically, um, you know, don't, end up hating your brother because they don't want us you know extending a hand out to each other is basically what i say in the last line and it's like because that's what they're doing to us they're just it's just division for for little insignificant things that again at the end of the day kind of had you said earlier is when you kind of go through things you realize you know what we agree on most stuff or we can kind of find common ground on most things and but when the negative gets highlighted and it just gets constantly repeated or or just it's in your face all the time, then you start kind of picking your side. And, and, and you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like then that division and all that stuff starts working. So, yeah, you know, it, it's something that we definitely like, you know, part of, you know, doing the podcast. One of the first things that we talked about is, you know, people having conversations, right? even if they feel like they're uncomfortable conversations, because you might not agree, right? You know, one easy example is like Trump or Biden, you know, especially in the Latino community. That's, yeah. that can, <laughs> you say you're pro-Trump, it, <laughs> you could be a little yeah. sketchy for you, right? And, yeah. and, but it's simple, right? It's simple if you kind of just talk it out, have that uncomfortable conversation. Well, why do you like Trump if you're Mexican? And you start telling them, okay, well, this, 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 and this, then you kind of start to see, right? But they don't want people to do that. Because no. then, when we're when everybody's united, you know, who who's in trouble? The media, all these politicians mm. that have lied to us. So the real enemy, <laughs> the real enemy, exactly. So you know, I think that's what kind of motivates, you know, myself and I'm sure Danny and what we're doing is, you know, like we said, it's it's trying to have people to have these conversations at their own kitchen table. So instead of talking about Sports or what happened here or that or this movie or, you know, the Netflix episodes that they binge for the past, you know, six hours. It's like you're talking about things that have effect on your on your day to day life and and trying to find solutions. You know what I mean? To, to kind of improve. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So. Yeah, I man. Totally so, agree with that. <laughs> so. um. Basically, when it's when it's all said and done, what do you want people to say about the Marine Rapper?
1: Um it's crazy because I haven't ever thought about that until you said that. That's crazy, bro. Um I I've always, you know, when okay, when I started getting good at rapping and the lyricism, I was like, oh, I want everybody to like. Read my stuff after I'm gone, like Shakespeare. Like they could put it on the mm-hmm. wall and read the lyrics. <laughs> and be like, wow, those are fire. Yeah. But as I get older and I mature, I go, I want people to remember the stories of these other guys. Does that make sense? So yeah. I want I want people to really remember those stories of those other guys, and and I'm just narrating it. And if they go, hey, you know, TMR is the one who narrated it. Okay cool um but like as I get older and I and I start to like mature I realize that certain things are more important than others and it's not always about me Mm -hmm. um and don't get it twisted it it it's been a hard learning curve because a marine has a huge ego (laughs) we have to you know what I mean like you go overseas and you you're expected to do these great big things and so um You kind of like carry it back with you, back home and stuff like that, and that's something that you know a lot of veterans battle with. It's like how to separate work from personal and stuff like that. But I would just say that I want them to remember the stories of other heroes that I either served with or that I I I speak about in my music or my stories or my lyricism or you know written form, whatever it is. That's what I want them to remember. Mm-hmm. That's it. Uh, that's what I want them to know, um, because I feel like that's the most important uh, out of everything.
2: That's and, awesome. um,
1: and to to your point, like, I, I just think it's crazy how they're trying to divide, you know, the family. Because if you think about it, the time when America was flourishing was when families were the center point mm-hmm. of everybody's goal and ambition think about the the 50s and the 60s and the 70s back in the day they were trying to strengthen the family they were trying to and 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 that wasn't just uh white families or latino family it was like black families too like everybody was doing good like everybody was doing good businesses was starting to boom and all types of stuff um that's when everything was popping. And it seems like that is the strategy when it comes to people who are trying to divide and conquer. They're like, oh, let me divide from the family now. Mm-hmm. Not even, it's deeper than just the race now. Let's divide the whole family. And it's just like, so you're telling me you're my brother and you don't talk to me because of politics.
0: Okay. Are you serious?
1: Of somebody we don't even know. <laughs> but you've known me my whole life. Or you're telling me you're my sister and well, you don't want to talk to me because of politics. It just makes
0: no it's sense. Worse. It's, ridiculous, right? it's worse. You could say we're blood, but <laughs> you're not willing to talk to me because of what someone that is isn't blood you know, is saying or pinning us against. Mm-hmm. That's that's pretty crazy. That's pretty deep. Yeah. But and then it's the, crazy, the, it's sorry, crazy
2: how, how, you know, it's like nobody wants to get back to that. You know what I mean? Like nobody's out there advocating to like, Dude, let's get back to like how families were in the '50s, '60s. You know, I, I maybe I'm maybe I'm not paying attention, to everybody, but I haven't seen it. You know, someone out there that's prominent that's constantly, say, beating that drum. Um, you, you, yeah, every every topic where we're in a sense they get us arguing over, it in a sense does start to divide the family, right? Um, yeah. You know, you got you got legislation you know, a lot of the LGBTQ stuff, that legislation that gets passed, especially here in California, it's like dividing the family right where you can have a, you know, someone a kid under 12, you know, do a transition without the parent knowing, and or can go get vaccinated without the parent knowing. So it's like like a lot of stuff where it's like, you're 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 having kids basically keep secrets from their family. And then you know, at the end of the day, when all that stuff comes out, what is it going to do? Like, it fractures, you know, the home, the family, yeah, family. It's and, not even, yeah,
1: it's not even that. You know, I, I, you're probably familiar with, you know, it's not saying that prostitution is legal, but they made it to where, you know, those individuals down there in San Diego can dress scantily clad. Remember, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen that. Yeah, um, I think- they can dress. However. They yeah, want, and then, and then businesses out. were, yeah, businesses were complaining. They're just like, "Hey, we don't want to see that."
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: the the law got uh, was it? I think reversed, right? Is
2: is that what it was? The the law. Are, are you familiar with it? Yeah, there's a law now in California where you can, um, basically, oh, what's that word? Where when it comes to prostitution, you can solicit prostitution. I think it's how it's called. So. Yeah, you see more people like that, you know. Uh that it's more out there because of that law. On the street. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like basically a cop can't you know before I think the cop could arrest someone for simply pulling over and talking to to somebody. Now it's just like you can't do nothing about it.
1: Yeah. So the they made, it, made the, a huge
2: the, difference. Yeah.
1: The mayor the mayor was saying, "Hey, my hands are tied." Cuz I yeah. think uh the governor signed something yeah to to override everything and it's kind of like crazy it's like you're going out with your family and you see that mm-hmm. um you know so that's not necessarily going to be like the best possible thing to build up the family you know what i'm saying yeah. things like that man it's just like it's like everything is coming at you left and right and it seems like all these things are trying to divide the family whether it's um uh the the prison system locking up fathers, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Going after, you know, the black fathers. It's cr- it's crazy because the black family used to be uh one of the biggest, if not the biggest, back in the the, the 60s. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. If you saw, if you saw, if you saw, I know you guys are probably familiar with that. If you if you saw how black folks used to dress back in the day, we dressed better than everybody. Suits everything. <laughs> right? Yeah. Remember? Yeah, and we, it's just like, where did that go? <laughs> Mm -hmm. it's like, where did it go? I mean, I still, I still try to be fly, but like, where did it go, bro? Like it's the the thing is, it's like, but now if you dress like that, if you dress like me with the collared shirt on right now, Mm -hmm. you're, oh, you're corny, you're uncle Tom, you're a sellout. Mm -hmm. Oh, you must've voted for Trump. Like what? Like, so I can't (laughs) dress like, so, so me hanging my pants down and you see my underwear, that's respect. Okay. Mm -hmm. Got it. Like, I don't get that. I don't understand that. Like, I don't, I never get that. My mom raised me. She's like, you will not let people show you. You will not let people see your underwear. My mom raised me like that Yeah. as a little boy. She's like, it had nothing to do with politics because my family doesn't, you know, ain't like, like conservative. I'm conservative, like, because of the, like, military and stuff like that. And, like, what my research that I did and I learned and stuff like that. Like, Mm -hmm. I looked up Biden. I looked up the history. I looked up Trump. I looked yeah. up Obama. I looked up everybody. It wasn't like, oh yeah, I'm just going to follow the crowd. I don't like to follow the crowd. It's weird to me. This is what I was going to say. Who wants to be around the same person? If I wanted to be around the same person, I wouldn't talk to no one. I would just <laughs> stay in my house and look in the mirror. Why would I want to yeah. be around the same person, right? Why right. do you want to talk to the same person? That's what I was going to say, Danny. That's what I would you remind me to say that, Danny. I don't understand why somebody wants an echo chamber, why somebody wants to be agreed with all the time. I mm-hmm. want to taste different food. I want to go around different families. I want to go around different uh neighborhoods. Why would I want to be around the same person, the same exact person who thinks politically, economically, socially as me? Why would you want to do that? That's so stupid to me. I don't there, understand there's, it.
0: There's no point to it, there's no growth there. Mm-hmm. I I you know. I got started with the family very young at 18, and I met my wife when I was 16. She was 15. So we've been together for a very long time. And, wow. you know, you go through your ups and downs. And uh, one time it was like, we are so different. You know, we were, you know, she she's very, she likes to plan trips. I'm very homebody. You know, just stay, if I could stay just here at home and take care of things at the house and do chores, I'd probably be Okay. <laughs> But she likes to plan things and do things. And she would complain. And she's like, we're so different. I don't know how we ended up together or we stayed together so long. I'm like, because if we were the same person, that would be boring. Like, (laughs) you complete me in that area and I complete you in different areas. I see things that you might not see. You see things that I don't see. And and I acknowledge that. Mm -hmm. But to your point, if we were the same person, that'd be pretty pretty boring. <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah. But, you know, back to the point that you were making about how does a family get broken up? So, you know, like you said, I've done some research, I've read some books and stuff like that. One of the ones that opened my eyes is from John Taylor Gatto. He's a, a, a award renowned uh, teacher back in the 60s and 70s and stuff like that. So he wrote a book yeah. Uh, about the school system right so as we know you know the curriculums are set by the state and you know they're funded by the state and stuff like that and so they have in other words they have political influence right yeah so what he said is that what he noticed is that you know the curriculum is basically set up to build a bunch of consumers so everybody Mm. that was successful they were independent free minded, hence Latino free minds, you know, free minds. Yeah, And um, they were taking that away. And then he used a word, a phrase that has stuck to me. So they're extending adolescence. So. Wow. So when, you know, kids were being becoming young men, independent men and young women, independent women was in the early teens. Four, 13, 14, 15, 16, you know, they, they were, they could basically go off and, you know, live their life. They were that independent at, you know, yeah. back in the day when they implemented these new curriculums, new school system, they were extending adolescence. They were being, mm. instead of being independent, they were being dependent. So, and, and if you think about it, I have friends that, you know, they they've gone into their 30s And I don't know if they would make it on their own. You know, they weren't independent men. They were men, but not independent.
1: Mm.
0: So, so, you know, when I read that book and I started looking at my surroundings and started seeing how everything had gone down, I was like, that is so true. Yeah. You know, And, and that's something, you know, I tell this story, too, is that after I read that book, you know, my kids would come from home from middle school, high school, and I start asking them what they were think, you know, what they learned at school. And they were, it was, it was like a parrot, you know, they were just rattling off all the things that, you know, the teacher told them. And, you know, I mean, that's expected because those are the teachers, but then I would ask them, but what do you really think? And then Mm. they would start mimicking what they said again. And I go, no, you're not understanding. You're just telling me what they told you. What does your gut, what does your mind tell you mm. and then after like three or four times it was like oh well you know what actually that doesn't make sense because of x y and z and i'm like that's what i'm talking about that's <laughs> yeah that's you right there that that's you thinking freely with your own, own mind looking at you know what you're experiencing around your surroundings and in culture and making your own decision yeah. But to answer your question, that's how, so I'm giving you an example of the how that school system, that curriculum that was influenced by politicians, by the state, started breaking up the family. Wow. Mm-hmm. You know, so, and that's just one small example. And, you know, we can get into, you know, a whole bunch of other, you know, Yeah. You know, agendas, if you will, you know, to break up the family, like you said, you know, um, the the drug against wars and where did those drugs yeah. come from, and stuff like that. It was, there, you yeah. know, Ice Cube, came when he was being interviewed, uh, he came up uh, with a quote and he was like, well, they were asking him about the drug problem. And he's like, well, I ain't got no planes. I ain't got, you know, anything to bring these drugs in. Why don't you ask, you know, where are these drugs coming mm, from in yeah. our neighborhoods and stuff like that? And then when you start thinking in different levels, you start thinking of, you know, how they're planning on breaking down the, you know, black family, the Latino family, the, you know, Asian family, white family, all the families. Mm-hmm. So and yeah.
1: and then if you speak up on it, then they say that, you know. You're a sellout or you're trying to control somebody else's body, right? So, for example, you go to the hoods. I know everybody, I know y'all got probably seen the hood. What is it full of? Popeyes, Plant Parenthood, liquor stores, yeah. Why did dollar stores? Why is that? Mm. Why is that? It's a trap, right?
0: Right. It's a trap. It's a trap. It's
1: a trap. They're trying to keep you in it. That's why it's called a trap.
0: Yeah. Cuz it's, well, it's full of nothing but government
1: a- government cheese. And that was what motivated me. My mom told me, she told me that this isn't the end. And mm. I was like and I so while I was there, I thought there's more. So I had to get out.
0: Yeah. Right. So well, what, you just said, Han you Han said parenthood. And um you know, over there in San Jose, we grew up in San Jose. Uh, California, um, you know, I, I told you I got started young at eighteen. You know, that's when we had my daughter. But I took uh, my wife uh, to go get a test, right? A pregnancy yeah. test at Planned Parenthood. And the first thing that they told her is, "Okay, you know, we can help you get an abortion like this, and like this, and like that." And she wow. was like, "No, no, 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 no. We're we're gonna keep the baby." But they oh, the first thing before keeping the baby, they said that. Before oh yeah, the yeah. They were pushing abortion, you know, right off the get. Wow. And after she told them no, we're gonna, you know, you know, my boyfriend is gonna stand by me. You know, we're gonna have the baby and everything. And she was explaining to him, they were still pushing abortion. Wow. And it kind of, it kind of, to your point again, lets you know why those Planned Parenthoods are there. You know. Why are those liquor stores? You know, we use that example all the time too. You go to, why is it that in some neighborhoods there's a liquor store in every corner? And Mm -hmm. in some other neighborhoods, there's no liquor stores. Why
1: is there no liquor store? Why is there no liquor store in Beverly Hills? Hey. You get what I'm saying? Why is it Whole Foods instead? Why is it Whole Foods instead? Yeah. Yeah. Why? Why is it, why is the healthiest, why, why is the healthiest foods in the, the richest places? And why is the non-healthiest foods and liquor stores in the poorest places?
2: It's like obvious. It's obvious. That's what trying to keep the people.
1: (laughs) It's obvious.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Why is it so hard for the hood to get Whole Foods? Why?
0: (laughs) It's a good. No, I mean it
1: sounds funny. It sounds funny, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, No, it does.
0: Why does the hood hood does not have Whole Foods? (laughs) Yeah, I mean. I don't think they want us to be healthy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, like, you know, they want uh, us
2: dependent on their medicine, so we're not healthy.
1: Yeah, no. But the clinics there, the clinics oh, there, the the yeah. uh, they they all the shots and the flu shots and all this stuff is at CVS. Oh, I think I feel sick. Yeah, of yeah. course, you feel sick. They just shot you up with the flu and COVID at the same time. <laughs> Two shots. Yep. It's obvious. Look. They, Guess they how many times I, I've been sick since this whole time? None. Did I take, because I didn't take nothing.
2: <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> they were giving it to
0: people. Like, come on. <laughs> no, I mean, it, it's, you know, the proof is in the pudding. Like, uh, my sister Letty Daniel's uh, wife, she yeah. read a book about uh, food. Okay. Um. And the chemicals involved with the food and whatnot and she was telling me about it and it was really interesting when she was breaking it down because um she said that certain foods you know they're they're equivalent to cocaine as far as their effect on your brain and it just triggers for you to eat more and more and more and more and guess what it's not the healthiest food it's really bad for you and um, like you said, then there's the clinics. You start feeling unhealthy. You start feeling sick. You go to the doctor, and guess what? They're pushing. Like you said, vaccine shots, opioids, all kinds of different pain medicine, and everything. So it's a vicious cycle, and um, it 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 almost seems like we can't get away with it, uh, away from it, uh, because it's all around us. That's why I always go back to being the biggest influence in your family's life, because yeah. if you're there and you're pointing all of these things out, the likelihood that they're gonna fall for the trap is a lot lesser. So, mm-hmm. you know, there, there I go with, you know, trying to find the positive uh, spin on it, but that's why we gotta stand up, you know? And um, kind of like what you're saying is, you know, your inspiration, you know, to have that voice and for people to hear it. I mean, you know, being number one nationwide, I would say you're doing a pretty damn good job. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you keep pushing that message, you know, it it's going to have a positive effect. It's already been having a positive effect. We just got to keep doing it. And hopefully you inspire more people to stand up and talk, speak up and talk uh, about everything that we've been talking about right now and putting out all the bad stuff and, and turn it into a positive. We got to start talking to each other. You know I'm glad we're having this conversation I hope it inspires people to go out and talk to someone they might not agree with 100% because guess what we're not get, we're not going to agree 100% on everything. Daniel and I we don't uh, necessarily agree on everything. Um and you, Ray, you and I probably if we sit down and talk we're going to agree about a lot of things but we're going to disagree on some things but it's okay. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. We just have to have that line of communication, and not fall for the trap. Mm-hmm.
1: Exactly, and there's just so, and I, I feel that's so important because there's so much confusion out there. They're trying to confuse our kids. They are trying to get in their minds and tell them um, that there doesn't need to be structure, that there doesn't need to need to be family, and they could be this, they could be that. But at the end of the day, there always needs to be that strong figure in the family that strong guiding light, that strong leader to lead. So I'm just grateful for both of you for leading the charge and um, hopefully, and I know there's gonna be people who listen and watch this and they are going to stand up, step up and be the leader that they need to be to make sure that their household, their area is taken care of. So I just Mm -hmm. appreciate y'all for Uh, being that spark, being that light, being that inspiration. Cool. Thank you. Yeah.
2: And, you know, it's, I I think uh, little by little, you know, people, people start to speak up more. People will, you know, put that focus on their family, on their circle. Right. You know, there's, there's only so much you can control and, and, you know, your, your circle is like where you can start. Right. And majority of the time, Yeah, that is your family. That's your kids, your wife. You know, start there. Everybody, you know, kind of get on the same page and grow from there. And just, you know, it. It. How can I put it? It gets tough, right? It gets tough because yeah, it's it's everywhere. It's everywhere. All all like we said before, all the negativity is all around you, and you know they want you to feel that way though, right? They want you to feel like there's no point. There's no hope. Um, but at the end of the day, as long as you're doing what you got to do within your home, then, you know, your kids that are growing. And when they become adults, you know, I have two kids. There's going to be two of me out there in the future. You know what yep. I mean? And, and it's like, you know, if Ray does that with his kids, then you does it with his kids. It, it just, it grows, right? Sometimes we just got to, Hey, at the end of the day, I just kind of thought it just came to me. All these people that are pro-abortion with no limits and all this stuff, they're not gonna have families in the future. We will. We'll be the majority for sure. If you don't think we're the majority now, we're gonna be the majority for sure in the future. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> that okay. is hey, that is smart. You know what? That's a good
1: hey, just like Danny was saying, that's a positive way of thinking about it. They ain't gonna be here. So why are you yeah. worrying about them?
0: <laughs> we, you know what? That's that is smart. I wish. There you go. We we were talking about that in an episode, and I was like, "Hey, you know what? Go ahead, stand up. You know, if you don't want to have kids, go ahead, don't have kids. I, I'm I'm okay with that. You know, and, and <laughs> we're, we'll just continue having kids and having our families, and and as long as you know, the brand like said. you said, we, you know. We're, we're the head of the household. You know, there's a, a good family unit, a mom and a dad, mm-hmm. and we're the biggest influence. I see it as we're winning, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. So um, all of these people that, you know, have that mindset, you're, you're lowering your numbers as we speak. So, you know, go ahead and stand up. and do <laughs> do. But, I never thought yeah. about that till now. That's funny. That's, hey, funny. Yeah. I'm, that's a good <laughs>
1: outlook. I'm going to, I'm going to carry that one on.
0: You know, um, there's, you know, everything that's happening in all the other countries right now, that kind of reminded me of this story that I had heard. Um, so in Europe, they had an influx of uh, uh, refugees, right? And yeah. um, they have some areas where they're they have like no-go zones because, you know, they've kind of taken over the area and you know not even the authorities in those cities can go in there because they have basically their own governing little rules that they have there and one of these uh refugees or immigrants came up to a local and was basically making fun of them you know it was a couple and it goes look look at you you know you're you're walking around with your dog and um I have my family here. I've got four kids. And before you know it, we're going to take over over this country and you go ahead and stay with your your pet dog and whatnot. And it was kind of telling them is like, you know, that same thing is that we're going to take over. You know, we're going to we're going to uh, multiply in numbers and you can go ahead and stay with your own little beliefs right here. And in a couple of generations, you, you guys are done. Yeah. You guys are done. And, <laughs> wow. You know and you know what's crazy? This was probably like I heard this probably like 10 years ago. Wow. Um, and you look at what's happening at these in, in these other countries and, you know, with the protests that are going on, there, there's a lot of numbers out there, you know, and, uh-huh. and it kind of makes me think back about, you know, that story that I heard. It was an article, you know, that I had written about that little story. But it was just kind of pointing out how it's true. It's like right now, we don't think it's a big deal. But, you know, a couple of generations from then, they're going to be extinct. You know, they're going to mm. be not extinct, but, you know, they're they're going to be the minority.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, so,
2: yeah, I mean, yeah, well, let, let them do what they want to do. We can't we can't give up. That's that's kind of my main message recently is like, don't give up, even if you feel like you're not winning and this and that, just, just keep going, keep doing your thing, you know, and, and at the end of the day, you know, we'll, we'll end up winning. Um. So, you know, kind of before we finish here, just a music question. Cause I know you, you do a lot of music. When uh, do you have your next album lined up or what's the plan musically? <laughs> um. So I'm dropping something, obviously
1: on all the veterans, you know, Veterans Day, Marine Corps birthday. I got something for Marine Corps birthday. I got something for Veterans Day. Um, I got, um, and I got something for Christmas. I got, I got like a, I got like a project every month. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, definitely Christmas. Uh, you're going to see something. Oh, got a bilingual joint with you. Yeah. <laughs> so that's happening yeah. so I no honestly I, I forget about them all man I just I just go day by day but yeah no we got uh veteran content we got bilingual content we got holiday content uh we're gonna at the beginning of 2024 moving on we're gonna have a lot of uh motivational content that people can work out to uh because that's when people do their resolutions um mm-hmm. and got some love songs for February like every every month I mean- man.
0: Man, you got it all planned out, you know?
1: Yeah, no, nah, like I just, I just, it's crazy. Like when, when I hear people like Jay Z and um, there's this guy named Steven, he's a, a British dude, uh, talk about you have 24 hours like everybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, and so why are you complaining? <laughs> no mm-hmm. one can take away your 24 hours. It's all, it's you know, it's your. Your job is to take advantage of the 24 hours. Yeah. Do people have it harder than you? Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you have it harder than some other people? Yes, mm-hmm. that is mm-hmm. true. But it's your decision to do what you need to do to make it happen. I didn't start mm-hmm. out, I live in my own house now, right? But like I started out on Section 8 and welfare and all of that. That's where I started out. Like that's what I yeah. was raised on. I was raised on government cheese and all that. We I'm welfare baby, all that. So yeah. I I got I did what I had to do. Uh, figured out what I need to do to go to college. Then after that, went to the Marine Corps. Luckily, I came back, and you know I went to school again, and that's it. But like, if you're out there, there's other ways. You don't have to join the military. You can figure out what you need to do, grind, hustle to get where you need to get. So just do what you need to do. But like, if you have 24 hours, that's that that's if you have time that's the most valuable asset more than money Mm -hmm. if you have time you have rich people trying to be younger to get time back so what does that tell you that tells you even though they're a billionaire millionaire the most valuable asset is time um Mm -hmm. real quick jeff bezos he was saying that the only difference between him And somebody who is not as rich as Jeff Bezos is the fact that he made proper choices. Just because you have a gift doesn't make you special. Mm -hmm. What makes you special is you took that gift and you made a decision and you made a choice with it. Meaning, even though you could have went to sleep, you stayed up and you still got the work in that you needed to get in Mm -hmm. to make your business happen you got up early to work out to do the physical you know what i yeah. mean you uh you stay like it's i'm i'm in central time right now it's late <laughs> i could i like i could have went to sleep who doesn't want to go to sleep early right <laughs> i have to get up at 4 a.m who doesn't want to who doesn't want to go to sleep early but that doesn't matter what matters is what's and what's important is is that i talked to Dan and Danny on this podcast. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So for me, for me, it's all about choices. And, and that's what Jeff Bezos was saying was like, that's the only difference. Those people who are high performers make those choices and those decisions to sacrifice their time to get what they need to get done. And that's what Jeff Bezos and, and, and Elon Musk and all these other high performers, that's what they do. D- David Goggins, they go, and uh, Jocko, they go. Hey, yeah. Do I want to sleep? Yes. Mm-hmm. Do I really want to do this? No. But that doesn't matter. What matters is my discipline and that I need to follow through with these things to get where I need to get. Do you, do you really yeah. want to discipline your kids? Do you really want to have to talk to your kids? Do you want to have to correct your kids? No. As dads and all that and, and, and parents, we don't really want to have we don't want to do that. But a lot of times it's needed. We need to step up. We need to lead. Mm-hmm. yeah, a lot well, of times I you know, think about it. I don't know about you guys. I'm gonna ask you this, but like, I don't know about you guys, but I don't feel like like, oh, yeah, like it's so easy to lead. I feel like I was called to do it. You know what I mean? I don't know how you guys feel.
0: Well, let me start off by saying this with what you were saying about, you know, just getting stuff done, you know, everybody's got the same twenty four hours a, a day. It reminds me of a message that I sent this morning uh, for work. Um, so I sent a mass email out and, you know, with a little inspirational story, but it was one of those things where I was saying it's Wednesday, don't count the days, make the day count. And Mm. that's kind of like what you're saying, you know, is that we, we can all, you know, go through the days, go through the motions and count the days down to the weekend, but don't do that. You know, make today count, do something today, Mm -hmm. you know? So it just kind of reminded me of that little message it's kind of crazy how things happen throughout days and things line up kind of what you guys were talking about in the beginning but that that reminded me of that so i just kind of wanted to to throw that out there
1: yeah and uh-huh. think about it there's only what 30 days left a little bit more 30 days or whatever it is What's a little bit what 40 What? I don't even know what day it is because I've <laughs> just, I just, I just go, hey, how many raps I got left? That's how I think. <laughs> no, but uh No, but like we, there's just another month left, bro. Like there's just yeah, like, yeah. that's it. And it's just like, dang, where'd the time go? The year has gone. I know yeah. I've been working with Dan. all oh, basically most of the year he was like, yo, I'm about to do a bilingual remix <laughs> to this or whatever. Uh, but yeah, like, and I'm just like, dang, we've been working for a minute, but but the mm-hmm. fact of the matter is is if you just be like oh i just want to get to the weekend and then you're like wow it's november and i didn't do anything mm-hmm. that's the danger of that you know yep. but if you go hey yep. today i did this this and this and this and this and this and then tomorrow i'm going to do this this and this and this then you're going to really make the days count so it's very important to listen to what danny's saying and, and make these days count because we yeah. don't have that many of them if you think about it how many years we have like what maybe 80 Maybe if we're lucky, maybe so you're telling me you're gonna waste one? Are you serious?
0: I don't know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, but hey, to, to that question that you were saying about you know, uh being a leader, is it easy and or does it come naturally? Um, I tell this story uh you know with with my son. So you know, I was telling him, you know, what to do as far as chores go outside and stuff like that. And, you know, uh, uh, young teenagers, you know, they, they don't listen to your instructions, you know, to the T and and it could be very uh, frustrating to say the least, you know, I told him, (laughs) you know, you know, pull pull the weeds in this area right here and I'll take care of the rest. And then you walk by and he's not there and you look at the living room, (laughs) sitting down in the living room. You're like, Hey, I thought you were done. He's like, I am done. You bring him out and you're like, Well, no, you didn't finish this. You didn't finish that. Okay. Start doing it again. And then, you know, you walk away and then they're gone again. And then, Mm. you know, it's not done right. And you go and you tell them again, same story over and over. And, you know, you start thinking, you start getting these thoughts in your head and you're like, man, that's it. You know, he doesn't listen. I give up. And that's that. Just so that I don't get mad and I don't get frustrated. Right. Yeah. And then you start walking away. And then less than, you know, you take three steps, you're like, nah, I can't do that. I can't give up. If I give up, then, you know, I'm not teaching them how to be accountable, responsible, or, you know, just being an independent man, you know, so that he could take care of his home in the future and his family and stuff like that, because it really does start with those little things, right? Yeah. So to answer your question... It's not easy being that leader. You know, they, there's frustrations, there's obstacles, there's walls. And it's what you do in those times where you make those adjustments that really shows what type of leader you are. And it kind of led me to this thought is that, you know, how I was telling you about that book and, you know, uh, extending adolescence. Yeah. At the yeah. same time, it's it's not creating leaders anymore. You know, if you're not a leader in your household, then then who's gonna be the leader? Mm-hmm. The government. Yeah.
1: <laughs> the government. That's the answer. Like, if you're exactly. dependent, if you're dependent, and you're struggling and you don't know how to lead yourself, somebody else is gonna do it for you. You either mm-hmm. make things happen or things get made to you. <laughs> Facts. That, like that's what that's what happens like you, you can't go through life and think that you could just float through life because people will make something happen. There's people who make things happen and people who get things made to them. Like there's either, there's only leaders and followers. And -hmm. if you want to be a follower, there's plenty of people who will show you what to do and move out of the way because those people are going to lead. And, Mm -hmm. and I've noticed that many times, like, and like I, I just wanted to try it out and just like see, you know, like for example, like, you know, with my daughter, like, hey, do this or whatever. Okay. And then I I and I then I check it later. I'm like, wait a minute, this ain't how I wanted it to be done. So they told us in the Marine Corps that you have to like inspect what you expect. Expect. I don't know. Have you ever heard that thing? Oh yeah. 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 So you have to kind of like you have to be the example, show them how to do it and then watch them and then and then I've done that and I'm like wait a minute you knew how to do it the whole time you're just being late you know I have a teenager too so I was just like so you're you're just being late you know so trust me bro I understand like you know and you're trying not to lose it because you're you're a grown man you can't like flip on a teenager right and I'm just like I'm like yo you knew how to do this the whole time and you were playing with me why did you do it the first time the first time do it right and then we don't have to talk, keep going back out here <laughs> to clean oh, no. up yeah, yeah i was just so you, i know you know what i'm talking about danny so it's just like man god leave man <laughs> just do it the first time <laughs> yeah
2: yeah no i mean it's 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 uh you know i tell people like you know lead like i don't i don't i don't know how it just one day that's just how it kind of happened um and you know it's like, well, I'm going to do my own thing because there's a lot of other things I could have kind of been a part of and stayed a part of. But it's like, you know, no, I, I want to do my own thing. And, and, you know, I feel like we we can we can speak to people in a different way. Right. Where we yeah. can inspire people to be to be their own leader, to lead their family and mm-hmm. not just be following, you know. So it, it's. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. In a sense, I don't know why. Well, I know why, you know, I'm I'm doing it for my kids. Right. As far as like stepping up, speaking out, but it's like, sometimes it's like, I don't, why,
0: why the hell am I doing this? You just sparked the thought. You just sparked a thought in my head. So there's other people trying to do things similar, but they want to be the lead. It's like, follow my lead. Mm-hmm. And I think what we're trying to say is you be the lead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Listen to other people. I mean, listen to the information that's out there and and observe it. Pay attention. Mm-hmm. Do a little bit of, well, a lot of bit of research. <laughs> yeah. And then you be the lead. Mm-hmm. You decide. You take your own lead. I think uh, that's pretty deep right there. Yeah. Is that. You know, instead of uh creating a little movement or anything like that so that you can take the lead, it's it's the opposite. Well, not the opposite, but it's like, no, you be your own lead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that I like that. That's pretty damn good. Huh? <laughs> well, Yo, and,
1: and that's it, I feel like it, it's attributed just one more thing. I think it's attributed to um a lot of different factors, but because you know, society is the way it is, uh, politics is the way it is, government is the way it is, um, habitats habitats are the way it is. People have less self-esteem. If you have less self-esteem, you love yourself less. And if you love yourself less, you don't take care of yourself. Yep. And in order to be a leader, you have to lead yourself. And how are you going to lead yourself if you don't care about yourself? Mm-hmm. See what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. I feel like it's attributed to so many things. So it starts with that inward reflection that inward awareness that love for yourself that care for yourself because if you don't take care of yourself and care for yourself and don't make yourself number one your family will never be number one and somebody else will lead your family for you mm-hmm. <laughs> and i'm pretty sure people hearing that does not want that to happen so it's either mm-hmm. you do it or somebody
0: else will hmm exactly yeah. Cool. And and sometimes people just do it without knowing. It goes back to what I was saying. People don't even realize what they're doing sometimes, and what you might be doing is you might be allowing other people to lead you and your family. So yeah, no, wow. that's that's profound. That's deep. That's deep, yeah. That's deep man. Yeah. yeah. Well. Well. Would that hey, be? I just want to say real quick, real <laughs> quick, Ray. I feel like there's so many other things that you know we could have gone into. We kind of, you know. um, you know, you kind of dabbled in like, you know, cons- you, you mentioned conspiracy theories and that's like a whole other section that we can go into, but there's so much going on in so many different directions that we can go in and a conversation. It'd be cool to, you know, hook up uh, again in the future Yeah, and definitely. We'll continue the conversation.
2: Yeah,
1: for sure. Definitely.
0: Definitely yeah. got to do this
1: again. Hope yeah. Probably after the, uh, all the raps are done
2: because <laughs> I'm busy,
1: think- man. I, I, I still need to get back to Dan on his rap.
2: <laughs> yeah. No, man. But, hey, when, when it comes out, I'm sure people will like it. <laughs> yes, sir. Sure. head right on. All right. then. Well, you know, thanks for tuning in, everybody. And, you know, TMR, thanks for coming on. And, you know, we'll catch everybody on the next one. Take care. All right. Peace.